And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a winning edition of the Warriors All 82 podcast. Tim Kawakami, ever. here on a win, after a win. I don't only usually do these after losses. Ever so bright, Tim Kawakami. <laughs> uh, big win. I mean, you know, oh, like was, impressive win, I should say. Uh, you know, blew out the Bucks. you would say. I mean, you had Budenholzer pulling the starters with like six minutes left in the, in the fourth. A um, lot to discuss about it. I mean, the two big statistical numbers was Clay Thompson's 38 points, Jordan Poole's 30, both in the starting lineup. First time they've ever started together. And that was, to me, the kind of the, the choice of the night from the coaching staff. Steve Kerr explained it as, you know, Drew Holiday's going to be hounding staff. You knew Milwaukee and Budenholzer were going to blitz, and he wanted an extra playmaker out there. Some would say, why has it taken so long? Um, but it worked. Kerr's been handing about this, right? He's been talking about the Steph, Clay, Poole group, that they've been great in plus-minus. They got it, you know, going to try to get them more. I think, you know, it, can they hang defensively? That's the question, and this was a good team to test it against because it kind of you scrambled it around. Who's guarding Drew? Who's guarding Middleton? And it ended up with they started to pull on Holiday, and they started to clay on Middleton, and they hung in there. You know, these are two guys who have been struggling defensively. So I, I think that was the... You know, that was the concern. That's why they weren't doing it. But I think there's been just like, okay, just let's put these guys out there. It'll work offensively. Certainly will help Steph like it did tonight. And they'll see what they can do defensively. Let's see if Jordan Poole can hang in there defensively. They put him on holiday, which I would not have guessed. I would have thought they would have found a way not to put him on holiday. I would have thought they put Steph on holiday. They did in the second half. They did not in the first half. And... He did fine, and Clay did a real good job on Middleton in a six of fifteen or whatever he was. Uh, it's it was it was kind of like a Don Nelson style. Let's just put our best offensive players out there and try to hang on defensively. And if they can gut through it, you got a huge advantage. And that's what happened tonight. But their best win, at least of the second half of the season. This was n- there's no question in my mind. Yeah, I mean, look, there's certainly people I've talked to who think that maybe this should have been more of a strategy during this long time with Draymond Green out which is like you know lean into outscoring or go with your you know really your bet you know Jordan Poole is one of their better players and and you know there was the the games when he was getting 19 minutes and the you know the games were well, Moses have, Moody they, they started Peyton you know Gary Payton the second before and he fits really well with Steph so once he went out and he's still out I'm not even clear how long he's going to be out uh, then you can, yeah. Then they put Moody in there, and that's when you can really make the question: Why, why isn't Jordan Poole out there? Uh, I understood why Kerr did it because he wanted a longer player, a little more defensive-minded, a little less ball dominant. But man, I, I, I wouldn't have done it that much. But and I think Kerr had the same reservations. But it worked tonight. It's been working the last few games. They made they put in the starting lineup, and it worked. It worked exactly like it should work. And we'll see if defenses like have to kind of like back off of Steph a little but I don't know I, I've been waiting for this since he's been shooting not great all season but they're still right up on him they're still chasing him around with two people 
and, which is going to leave wide open shots across the board. And now they got two guys who are going to take them, and tonight they both are making them. This six-game stretch from Jordan Poole, which is the, on the heels of what felt like the lowest moment of his season, uh, you know, which was obviously we mentioned the fact that he, you know, he wasn't being elevated in the starting lineup when like Clay Thompson was sick, um, but you know, in Minnesota, I think it, I think it was the Minnesota game, he was zero of seven. No, the game before that, it was zero of seven. Minnesota, he didn't play well again, and you kind of felt like, where is this season going for Jordan Poole? And it's it, it's turned around, and you know, I tweeted out his last six games. There are, you know, it's all like 32 on 9 of 13 shooting and 24 on, you know, 8 of 13. Uh, really good efficiency, really good decision making. His passing has been unbelievable lately. And, and and I'm not even just talking about, you know, when he's in Denver doing, you know, spinning, twisting passes or he threw a pass through Jokic's leg. I'm talking extra pass and transition to Clay Thompson tonight where he's clearly searching him out because Clay Thompson's hot. Um, it feels like he's made a leap. And I know you're probably, sounds like you're going to write something. So, you know about like how they've tough loved him to this moment <laughs> yes uh, probably not right away so don't look for it right away but you, whether you call it intentional or accidental this is Kerr's talk like he's been tough on Jordan Poole he said it and he's this is a player who isn't exactly in the Warriors fit because he does not play great defense and so they've had to kind of work him around. This is not the model of someone who gets 30 minutes of game for them. It just isn't. They're a two-way team. Steph Curry's defense has come way up. It's And, and someone who's ball dominant, dribble, 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 dribble. Uh, in fact, even today, before the game, when, it, when Curry was asked about what's different about Steph now than he was in, at the beginning of the Curry era, it was, oh, he doesn't dribble as much. You know, it, it, Curry likes quick decision-making. He likes two-way players. So he, in his mind, in his reckoning, which I believe that this has been push and push and push and push Jordan Poole. Sometimes it means benching him. Sometimes it means not playing him as much. Sometimes it means yelling at him every time he makes a defensive mistake. And the result of this is a game like this, where you can put him on Drew Holiday. He can be a plus player. Now, he's been a plus player, and I pointed this out even when I first He's been a plus player all season. But can you count on that in the playoffs? You have to be able to trust them to play some defense because they're going to play Steph and Clay 35 minutes apiece. That's done. They're doing that. To play with them, he's going to have to play some defense. So, you know, I, I do think, and people could criticize Kerr for this and criticize me for, for writing about it, but I do think this has been an instructive kind of process to get Jordan Poole elevated from yeah, you know what? He can do some things once in a while. It's great. Da 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 da. To can you be a real piece, a a foundational piece of a championship team? He's not proven that yet, but I think he, you're, we're seeing this process happen. And in some part, I mean, mostly it's, it's due to pull, but it's in, due to this coaching staff and Steve Kerr is at the front of it, saying you got to be better. You must be better. And pull is 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 improving. It's happening before our eyes. Yes, the veterans too. I mean, so remember when me and Marcus did that big yes. story early in the yeah. season. Iguodala, like Iguodala's yeah. guidance through all this, uh, and Poole's just willingness to take coaching has been huge throughout this process. And you know, even when we when we were asking questions, at times he seems You're frustrated. Slater's asking questions. He, he Poole and Slater have a little vaudeville act going. It's, it's hilarious. We should have a second camera on Slater to get his reactions because Poole is reacting to your reactions. That's hilarious. It's like a little show. He, uh, we've had some. <laughs> entertaining interviews, including the one for that big story we did earlier in the season. We sat down in Philadelphia for about 15 minutes. But the night before at Temple, uh, he was... 
I was Temple so, University. Temple by the way, University. Not, not at Temple. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. At Temple University in Philadelphia. Um, I was trying to get him. Uh, I was like, can you give me 10? You know, his whole thing was like 90, 90 seconds, 90 seconds. Uh, he, he like brought a Temple Ball Boy over and he like made the <laughs> Temple Ball Boy, uh, um, I guess, answer if I should be allowed to interview him the next day at, at the hotel. And it was a whole scene. But anyway. Um, and that's just what he does. Yep. He put he he likes kind of pushing buttons back. But one thing yes. I will say, he you know, even tonight he's calling Steve Kerr a legendary coach yeah, when asked yeah. about him. Um, but he has through his public comments, and you know you could tell sometimes he privately. I, I know privately at times he's been a little frustrated with the handling, but generally he's taken a mature approach. And you know the results are the results. This is a team that plays a certain way. I mean, you know, some other team. We always say Orlando because they're always bad, but like you know, you you can have bad habits and still get minutes and still get shots, and doesn't matter. This team has a different standard, or or had one for five years and then fell off a couple of years, but it's got it's gotten back to that standard now. And if you again, if you want to be an important player, if you want to mean something in the playoffs, you, you got to do these things. Now, he was going to play no matter what because he's a rare talent and. When I've been the most critical of him, I've still said, he's playing. Like, the guy can put the ball in the basket, and he's got a good size, and he can make, he can play make. Is he going to be any good at it, though, right? Is he, or is he going to play a lot of minutes beyond just the second unit? And this is a player that is beginning to certainly show that he should get, instead of 15 to 18 minutes, he should get 26 to 30. And this, is, this was a high, qual- high, high, high quality proof that this guy is getting it. He can be a better defensive player than he has been. He's been a lousy defensive player. He's not a lousy defensive player right now. Certainly wasn't tonight. He's big. He can get, you know, help, get some rebounds, scratch smart, out. Some, very smart. Yeah, I mean, he sees angles. All that's true. He just can't be a complete sieve uh, on dribble drives, and which he ha- has been for much of the season. And I think that's really bothered Kerr. I know it's really bothered Kerr. And you just you start to piece together, okay, be a little tougher on defense, get some defensive rebounds, play some help defense, be big, you know, don't get run over, don't dribble the ball so much. It, that's not all going to happen all at once, but we're seeing some of it, and, you know, it, it's similar. I'm going to write about this to, to, with Kaminga. Like, we've all, you know, I'm on that side, right? I'm, I'm, maybe I'm seen as an anti-pull guy other than I'm saying he's going to play. I am definitely a Kaminga guy, and I've been like saying, well, wait, he should play. Like, he's got to play, and Kerr has pulled him out sometimes. But again, it's tough love. These are two guys that Kerr believes that he's got to push. Wiggins and, you know, Wiseman are two guys he doesn't push as much. It's just interesting the way, and you can probably see my column coming, and I'm beginning to write it in my head right now. But you just kind of see the navigation that he's done way more for this team than he had to do for a lot of dynasty teams. There's other stuff he had to deal with. Draymond and Durant or Steph's, you know, rotations or all these other things. But it wasn't this kind of up and down thing. It wasn't this, I'm not sure what we're going to get out of this guy tonight or the next night or the next night. And he's kind of had to plot this and try to shove Poole and Kaminga and kind of coax uh, Wiseman and, and Wiggins. I think that's what we've seen from this season. We should probably talk about Clay Thompson. Yeah, uh, that's right. What did he do tonight? He did. He did all right. Thirty-eight points. I believe he was fifteen and twenty-three. Is what he finished. Ball from three, I think, which was remarkable. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Huge night for him, especially, uh, you know, coming off his roughest moments, I think, since his return. Uh, after this, you know, kind of, I guess, seasonal illness he got, uh, missed two games, came back in Dallas, was, you know, really the reason they lost in Dallas. Uh, I mean, he was really poor that night and knew it uh blamed himself post game didn't shoot well the next game um wasn't good in the laker game uh, which was the next game and just you know like i don't think there has been alarm bells going off about clay thompson but it you could tell this one he needed this one he needed to feel like the ball like the rim was you know 10 feet wide (laughs) and you could just tell we put it up he thought it was going in it went went in most of the time i was thinking i think i tweeted this the last game he was taking a lot of shots still and missing a lot of shots, even when they were winning the last couple of games. But it's better for him to be taking those shots than not taking them, than passing on shots. Because once, if you're a shooter who won't shoot, you're pretty much close to the end. And he never felt like that. It was like with Steph. Like, I, I could be 0 for 15, and I believe the 16 shots going in. And, and Clay has believed that. Now, it, it might have, you know, a little moment of doubt or two, but... I think well, yeah, you the know. big thing is it's hurt the Warriors' offense yes. uh, when, when, when he's yeah. been so high usage, so inefficient at times, yep. and taking some bad shots too. Like, and that's they just eliminate those, take the take the ones that are open, and then a little tougher ones as you start feeling better. Uh, that's happened, but you know, Steph, what did Steph say a couple nights ago? It's like you're Clay Thompson. Don't ever forget that. Like, just keep shooting. I'm sure they see it in the gym. I'm sure they see it in practice. This guy can still shoot. It's just a matter of getting up to game speed, get feeling again. He's a little slower. There's no question. So he needs a little more space, I think. He can't really get separation by foot speed. That's not going to happen. He's got to get it, figure out at different angles, uh, or turn around and shoot over smaller guys, which he kind of did, did over Javon Carter a couple times tonight. Uh, but it was. It, he said it's always there. He knew it was always in him. He got a little exasperated when Slater asked him about his shooting, but it's true. It's this is how we measure him. He's Clay Thompson. You measure him on how well he shoots. But I thought the the fact that he was just still shooting, still stepping to the moment and saying I can make this was a better sign than if he was passing on these shots. Uh, and tonight he was shooting him, and they were going in. What did he say? Everyone's so worried about my shooting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's just like... It's who he is. It's who he is. Game six clay, right? It's, I mean, it was the defense for sure. And he, by the way, played good defense on Middleton. You know, I, I, Middleton's not the toughest guy in the world to defend if you're a bigger body, but he was around him and he it, was... Those know. are the kind of guys Clay Thompson should be guarding. Yes. Bigger, slower scorers, yes. you know. But there's, that, not, not, there's not a lot of them perfect like that. I mean, Luca, you could say, but Luca, he had a tough time with Luca. 
He, well, the funny thing is, I think it was his second, third, fourth game back was actually a Dallas home game here, and he got a bunch of stops on Luca. Yeah. Now he didn't that night, and again, it was the first one after yeah. Luca. Like at one point, almost put him on the ground with a dribble, and yeah. That night, he wasn't good against Luca, but generally, I do think it's a, that he, body type. Yeah. That body type is is right for Clay. Chris Middleton is the right body type. Devin Booker, maybe, maybe not, but um, John Morant definitely. John, John Morant, no, and there are others. Chris Paul, no, uh, but yeah, I mean, he played well tonight, and he got a nice swat. He he, he even tried to contest Giannis's massive dunk, and I give Clay credit. For trying to go up there, he wasn't going to block it. No, he would. Nobody on earth was going to block it. Giannis, Giannis, ridiculous. Giannis wouldn't have blocked Giannis's one. I mean, like there was no way that thing was getting blocked. Clay tried, and was, you know he got posterized. But better to try than to just go, you know, fall away from him like you got, no, you know, you you're, you're nothing. So I give him the guts of all that. This was definitely, definitely his best game since he's been back i don't i mean given the competition given where he was mentally given where he is in the comeback this was the best one and his stat line and his 38 stat on 15 and 23 he wanted uh, 40 though he wanted that 40 but. well he had one shot at it. it was like a baseline Budenholzer had pulled his starters you could tell curb was like all right we'll give you one possession one shot they called the play he missed the shot one at 40 didn't get it uh, first time since march 2019 i believe i saw um so we got to talk about Wiggins. So yeah, that was the, I was actually about to go there. He, you know, he gets Giannis's first or second foul in the first quarter, goes to the line, hits two free throws. Clearly was a big moment for him. He even admitted, like, he played better because he hit the two free throws. We know the numbers. What was it? Nine of 26 from the line. He since. missed his last six. He was 22% from the free throw line in March. You know, in, in a few, you know, not just two games. It was like nine, six, whatever it was. And he was, what, 41% in February. This is, this is bad stuff. Uh, and out of nowhere, really. Yeah, he's always been a little iffy at the free throw line, but yeah, it should not be that. Yeah, well, like 60, 70 percent is like he's career in the 70s. You know, he's had some years in like the high 60s. That's not great, but like again, this is this is like DeAndre Jordan. He looked like DeAndre Jordan up there, like he really did, where he had no chance to make the free throws. And this is a guy shooting 41 percent from three, it's just it's mind boggling, but. You know, two sh- two free throws doesn't mean he solved it, but I think he did. He just kind of took a little bit off his shoulders, and he played so much better tonight. He was he was helped. Talk about help defense. He was outstanding in help defense. He was aggressive. He was making his shots. Uh, they get that Wiggins. They're going to win playoff series. They, they they absolutely are. But we know it might not be there the next week. You just don't know. But it's it for them. It's good to know that okay, it's still there. This guy's still there. He does seem to. Even back to the Minnesota days, like, go through patches of play where it's, like, two weeks struggling. You know, this was really been about five, six weeks. And, you know, you go back to both of his seasons with the Warriors. It's, uh, you know, when he's on, he'll be on for, you know, a few straight weeks. I'm not saying this is the start of some, like, unbelievable thing, but maybe it's at least what he said, a turning point. You know, I'm not saying he's going to explode over the next week, but – Maybe that just means he's come out of this, whatever it is. It's interesting that he and Poole both played so well tonight. I do really do believe they need one of the two in a playoff series 
or or at a time. Well, and you add clay, to yeah. me, add clay. It's like a trio. Yeah, you need yeah, almost two yeah. of three. Yeah, that's a good. I, I kind of count clay as someone they're going to get. I, I feel mm, like I get, at this I, stage, yeah, we'll you're just so worried about shooting Slater. All you care about is just <laughs> shooting. He does other things too, you know. I think it's pool and because we have not seen pool and Wiggins in playoffs yeah. for the Warriors. Wiggins has played three playoff games or four playoff games in his career. Pool has played. Zero playoff games in his career, right? Zero, I think so. Yeah. Well, he played the two playing games yeah, last year and played them well, yeah, by the so way. Those don't count. Uh, oh, and, boo. And the statistics, they do not. You look, try to look them up on a the playoff, they do not. Big pool up. hater over here, big <laughs> yeah. pool. Well, you know, I, I just think of those two major parts of the rotation who, who they obviously lean on, they're going to need one of the two in, in that playoff series. If they both play well, they're going to win easily. If they both stink, they're going to lose the playoff series, almost regardless of whatever. Maybe not the first round, but we're, we're talking a Memphis series. They need one of the two. Uh, and we're going to talk about the shortened rotation, by the way. Kerr goes with eight. Yeah. I think we can see a 10-man rotation in the playoffs. That might turn to nine because when you see Draymond and Iguodala, they're going to be in the playoff rotation, uh, and maybe Wiseman. But then Bielitsa goes out. So we're t- looking at we're, – we're seeing the playoff thing formulate. doesn't mean it's going to be exactly like this. Kurt even said the lineup could change game to game, which, again, other than going small, I don't know what he really means there. But, like, there's, there's – I think going small is what he that means. That means pulling the starting lineup. Yeah, that's what he means. Well, or Peyton. Or Peyton. Uh, Particularly against Memphis. I can see them yeah. starting Peyton yeah. on Morant yeah. in a Memphis series. Yep. Uh, but we're seeing it. You know, JTA – and Damian Lee are not going to be part of the playoff rotation. They're already out of the rotation. Moody's going to be on the fringes of it, sometimes play a lot, sometimes not. Kaminga is in the rotation. And I'll just throw, like, you know, wh- Porter's in it because Porter, Porter was yeah, so good, yeah. but he hasn't been. Yeah, that one, I'm, uh, again, I don't want to be conspiratorial here, but I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, like, he seemed to hit a wall a month ago. And now he's out for this extended period. And I, well, I, I don't I think know. He's going to play Monday. He's met, he, he got a cold it sounds yeah, like yeah. so he's been but but generally you know you stretch it back weeks yeah, it's, um, been, it's like he's hit a wall i don't know they really could use him he's a really he could play with the starters and and the second unit but i've kind of mentally removed him from the rotation because i haven't seen him obviously could be in the rotation but man uh i would rather play kaminga if i'm a sleeper right now i would i i just think that guy is only going to grow He's jumping with Giannis today. Doesn't mean he's better than Giannis. Doesn't mean he's bouncing. But he is. Ju- there's. No, they don't have a player, and there aren't many in the league who can just look like he's in the same dynamic world as Giannis. That's a big thing in the playoffs. If you, if the guy can play under control, and Kaminga just looks like he's doing it more and more. Yeah, but then that tough love approach. He <laughs> mi- he misses a box out in Memphis game three. Oh, you're out. Otto Porter would you're never. Back, you're back in. Bielitsa, you get his minutes. We'll see. Uh, you know, Wiseman's right. You know, Wiseman's going to play here on Sunday and might even be back by Monday or this week at some point. How much uh, more dynamic are they with Moody, Wiseman, and Kaminga in the rotation? And you pull out JTA, Damian Lee, and Bielitsa. <laughs> I mean, it's not even close. Now, these guys are going to make mistakes, but... I, I just feel this, and, and again, you can feel like what I'm writing. Like this is this is a team in a little bit of transition, and you knew in the two timelines it's going to happen. I think it's kind of happening now. You just kind of have these things moving around, all to have to be plugged in at some point in the playoffs uh, and see where they go. It's it just it, it is an interesting coaching situation, uh, and, and I think we're beginning to visualize what Kerr has intended throughout, or w- the way he's kind of guided this through, and. 
game like this is a pretty good point to, for him to be looking back. Okay, see, see, some, some of this stuff's worked, okay? Uh, at least that's, that's what I'm seeing. Uh, yeah, uh, Draymond Green back Monday. That will be another kind of reinvention. I mean, obviously, like they cannot survive in the playoffs if Draymond Green isn't good and available. Uh, but I don't, you know, as we saw with Clay Thompson, you, you throw a big piece back in the mix of a team that you know, for at least three games has kind of gained a small bit of an identity, especially with Poole out there a bunch in the smaller lineups. I assume Poole's out of the starting lineup, right? Not yet. Uh, Monday, so or Wiggins and it's going to be not going to be yeah it's going to be Wiggins is going to play, so and Poole still get a bunch of minutes, but you know Draymond's going to be handling the ball a bunch because that's what he does, taking it out of the hands of Poole, uh, some so that's you know to me the stretch runs now right you know next fourteen games Draymond will be involved and you'd assume at least ten of them will probably get some games off they have four back to backs, um, but we're going to really start to learn now what this team is as a playoff threat yep no question and who's gonna guard porzingis that's what we got to know uh maybe not against washington but uh it down the road absolutely and it's not gonna click all into place it never does but these are their guys we're seeing their guys that's what i you know their guys are coming back and the guys that are that have risen into the in the rotation and this these are the guys and for the for the fans who've been sick of Damian Lee or whoever, then like, uh I, I think you can see how this is beginning to put together. And Draymond is the big final piece, no question. And uh, God, they get they've gotten so much out of Looney though. My my goodness, Jokic and Giannis back to back games. Woo! I mean, I'm not the great biggest Looney fan in the world. The whole people know that, but he's been ridiculously important for them in those two games. And men all season, all season. All season. Yeah. great season for him. I mean, if they knew that Wiseman wasn't going to play until whenever, they might not have done it this way. But man, if they did count it on on him, man, if they counted on Looney, and he's delivered for them. He's been healthy, started every game. It's it's unbelievable. It really is. Uh, all right, uh, we will talk to you Tuesday on a fuller plus minus episode after Draymond returns against the Washington Wizards and Kristaps Porzingis. Yes. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.